Spirits Up Business Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Lauren. I can't believe it. The pod- that was flawless. Yes. Oh <laughs> that was flawless. And I was like, and pause. Yeah, yeah, here we are. It was flawless. It was good. We, we actually, what, it took us a year, just over yeah. a year. And we did it. We did Amazing. it. Finally. <laughs> Uh, so the show today is sponsored by my new business. I don't know, Michelle, is it sort of preempting to promote the new business now or should I late, uh, do it later and go back to, pro- let's talk about the Afterlight podcast okay. and then uh, you, you feel into it. It's your, right it's now, your gig. It's your thing. Yeah. I'll go with you. Okay. So today the episode is brought to you by the Afterlight podcast. So if you are interested in all things woo woo from anything from angels to, uh, I just recently interviewed a glam witch to uh, paranormal, to channelers, how to invoke the archangels. If you want to learn about the, sh- uh, the Akashic records, anything like that, past lives, we cover all the subjects. And the whole point of the podcast is to give you an opportunity to listen to different perspectives, to create your own truth and find your own way home back to the afterlife. So you can get the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, or you can just head to the afterlight podcast com and you'll find it from there and it's uh, after light like bright beautiful shining light not life because some people say that to me and I don't always correct because I but I should I really should correct them so yes that's uh that's my spiel so yeah. Michelle we do normally start off these shows with a uh, card of the day so mm-hmm. I'm going to be pulling the card of the day but before I do that did you want to talk about uh your hijacking card of the day today as well. And maybe you could talk a little bit about the theme. I'm very excited. Um, I will talk about the theme. So this is actually a really good segue, uh, the theme into the card that I drew today. And I just drew it because I got my new master card. So I had the universal symbol healing cards, which I've drawn for the group before, our listener at home before. And these are the MasterCard version. So this is a little bit more sort of advanced. And um, I just drew a card from that and it tied in very, very well with our theme. And that's why I decided to hijack uh, Lauren's card of the day. So the theme of today, Lauren, is new ideas and new projects, which, you know, it's, I guess, a very creative. It's going to be a very creative uh, show. And you, interestingly enough, have created a new sort of little side hustle which I guess you will talk about when the time is right, um, what you're going to be doing, which is really exciting. And, you know, ideally we're always sort of reinventing ourselves and that's what today's going to be all about. So we don't want to get into our comfort zone ideally. And that's when I guess, you know, we were made redundant. We're in our comfort zone. We're like, this is so great. La, la, loving life, la, la, la. And the next minute we're um, out on our bottoms um, and crying in the toilet on the floor. So, you know, that's what today's all about. One you of us. Projects. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I just wanted to hijack our card of the day and this is a really good um, lead in. So there's a beautiful little, it looks very angelic. It looks like it's a little person with like a halo and sort of wings, but it's kind of like a solid sort of shape, Um, the wings and the body and all of that sort of stuff. But it does look like a little halo. Now the card is Archangel Jophiel. So some people pronounce it Jophiel or Jophiel, um, but it is, uh, yeah, the yellow. I think um, Jophiel is a yellow color um, when you see this one come through. So the Angel of Manifestation. And that's why I thought I'd read this out because it is part of what we're talking about, new ideas, new projects, creation. So Archangel Jophiel will assist you to dream, create, and manifest your innermost intentions and desires. 
called Lapon Jophiel to activate your consciousness to materialize your dreams. Seek to inspire and empower love, positivity, and peace in all your creations. And the word or the meaning down the bottom, the B, the feeling is powerful and authentic with my creativity, powerful and authentic. So the Universal Symbols MasterCards, um, they are amazing. And the creator of those live near me um, on the Sunshine Coast, so just north of the Sunshine Coast. And I've uh, put the link in the show notes to last week. I can put them in for this week as well. But uh, anyway, that was uh, me with the card of the day, Lauren. Uh, that was just the uh, yeah. mediocre sort of leading card of the day. Now we have the, uh, the real, yeah. genuine, um, awesome card of the day. So take it away, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just before we get into that, I am just put in the show notes a little exercise on invoking the archangels. And it's from Sunny Dawn Johnston. And she was a guest on the Afterlight podcast. And it was a really interesting exercise. It's really short. It's a mini episode. And um, I started doing mini episodes basically after Michelle and I went through the, our YouTube channel and realized that what we were doing wasn't really working. And we started to decide that we were maybe going to release snippets of the show instead. And so I'm really happy that that happened because I really love these mini episodes. So if you are wanting to invoke the archangels such as in, uh, Archangel Jophiel, then really check out that one. So that's in the show notes for you. Okay. And so let me do the card now. So basically this is from the sacred forest Oracle deck and it's absolutely beautiful. It's created by Denise Lynn and the artwork in it is just extraordinary. I'm not really sure if I've met anyone that doesn't buy the Oracle cards largely in part for their artwork, but um, that's what I'm always really drawn to. And it's always fascinating the different cards that people create. So this one, Okay, beautiful. So this card is a unicorn and it says purity and Michelle, there's the image there. So it's this beautiful unicorn Gorgeous. and she's standing in the forest and she's, you know, a white light unicorn. There are all these beautiful glowing lights and diamonds and sparkles sort of around her. The number is 45 and it says purity. And so my reading from this card is basically just from my intuition. So number one, number 45, four plus five goes together to create a nine. Nine is very often the end of cycle. It's the culmination of something. It's actually interesting because we're pulling a card that's a lot about the end of the cycle, but at the same time, this card, this episode is a lot about new ideas and new projects. Beginning. And so I think it's worth noting that very often you need to sort of close a chapter, tie up these loose ends in order to create an opportunity for, you know, these new projects really to come into, uh, into your future. George, please. Nine is so, also Lauren, if you just want me to um, add something there, yeah, nine sure. is also the hu yes. number for a humanitarian so when oh. Michelle, uh, who I was talking to you before about from our wellness community, we've had her on the show before, when Michelle does names, because um, we obviously, she and I have the same name, but she has one less L than I do. And the number nine, I think, came up as uh, one of the letters in her name and it is humanitarian. So people with that number in their name uh, need to be of service, you know, working with people, frontline, being of service, helping mm -hmm. and healing. Uh, basically. So humanitarian is the other meaning for number nine in numerology terms too. I love that. I didn't know that. Thank you for that. And actually okay. works well with this card because the, the, the uh, sort of word on this card says purity. So, you know, I guess when I'm thinking about looking at this card, I think it's really important that we come down or 
come clear with our own truth and that we kind of take measures into our hands to sort of remove the extras, remove the excess and really just niche down and narrow down on maybe our purpose and our, in our, um, you know, innate <clears throat> desire, you know, so you're talking about humanitarian. So if you're going to be of service of that nature, you know, it's taking the time to figure out how do you want to be of service? I think that sometimes people think that you need to be of service by, you know, donating money or volunteering, but you know, you can be of service just by letting somebody go in front of you when you're driving your car, you don't, doesn't need to be this huge, great elaborate thing all the time. So I think that, you know, when I'm looking at this card, unicorns for me are a lot about magic um, because they have that horse aspect. There's that, you know, sort of galloping, there's that freedom, there's that flowing with life there, you know, the, the mane blowing in the wind and really feeling the power of the horse behind you. And then you kind of um, add on the uh, the unicorn aspect, which brings in a lot of that spirituality and that magic and the room to play. So I think that within all that, it's just coming down to maybe reconnecting with uh, your inner truth, listening to that and finding the joy. And a big part about what I'm talking about today is how I started to pay attention to what actually brings me a lot of happiness and following that. And that's a big part about um, the announcement that I'm going to be making on the show today. So uh, yeah, just a little reading to just basically say that, you know, pay attention to your own innate truth. Remember that Archangel Joe feels there to help you manifest anything that you want. If you want to move ahead, you need to release what's not working for you in the past. And I'll be talking about that for myself in today's show. And just remembering that, you know, you do have everything that you need. And if you need support, you just need to ask and even just putting it out there and saying, can someone please help me with some, with this project or this endeavor or attracting a helpful person is, is going to be a really great way to get that started. Sure is. So did you want to talk about your week, my sister? Oh, not really. What's been happening? Um, <laughs> well, right. you kind of know. <laughs> uh, I, Lauren, I did put a funny post up though. I, I'm pretty pleased with myself. I'm pretty chuffed. I think I can be funny if I, if I want to, Lauren. Uh, on Facebook, I don't know if you saw, but I put up a post and it was like Michelle saying to everyone, did you see it on Facebook? No, I didn't see it. It was Michelle saying no. to everyone, um, hey, a, a hippie voice. Hey guys, you just need to accept, you know, we're in lockdown and you just need to like breathe, you know, go in the backyard, get on your bare feet on the grass and tree roots and just, you know, go with it and all of this and, you know, lockdown, schmockdown, you know, it's a good time to do a reset guys, you know, do the mudras and some yoga and whatever. And then it was like, my husband says to me, because I'm not watching the news. I don't want to know about it. I was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You know, it's all good. We're going to rainbow. It's all happening. And my husband comes in and he's like, okay, so lockdown's been extended and we're not going to rainbow beach and it's, uh, it's not happening. It's not happening. So, cause we'd had an initial sort of lockdown full lockdown. We had a Delta, you know, variant, something, something happened somewhere. And so we went into lockdown and it was only meant to be for the three days. And then they extended it to the Sunday, which is we're recording on a Friday. So it's extended to Sunday and it's meant to be going away today for three days with all our friends and uh, the event we're going to, because we're all runners, um, the event's been canceled and we literally can't travel outside of a 10 kilometer radius. So we're not going. And my, my response was, I can't say. <laughs> there was a lot of four letter words, a lot of four letter words. So I put that in my post yeah. and I was like, this is my response. You know, the little angry emoji with the little red face and he's got all the swear words in his mouth. Like yeah. Highlighted. yeah. Uh, it was that one. I did that many, many times. 
and everyone thought it was so funny, like hilarious. All my clients are like, ha ha ha, you've said the same thing to me. Ha ha ha. <laughs> you know, all these people so down funny, in Victoria. Yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've it's been there. We're so easy to give advice. <laughs> it's like, let me tell you how to deal with this situation. But the minute yeah. it happens to you, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My, t- my trip's cancelled. That's a different story, people. That's a different story. So exactly. that was hilarious. They loved it. They thought it was fabulous. That is so funny. funny. Yeah. And it's funny and I, I, I won't go into a lot of detail, but um, you know, you and I were talking about past lives and stuff and, you know, we're going to do an episode on past lives because, you know, it's, it's just so fascinating. So interesting. And there's a lot of amazing young people coming through children who are um, having memories, uh, memories of past lives. And I did when I was a kid as well. And we're going to talk about it next week, but since we sort of were talking about past lives and I was like, Oh, you know, maybe I'll offer like an entire past life kind of reading, you know, just doing that, you know, for an entire hour or whatever everyone's been coming to me and asking about their past lives. Like everyone has been coming and asking about them. And normally it's like, I just sort of feel into it. I'm like, do I want to do it? Do I not? You know, that sort of thing. But now it's like, everyone's coming in and they're like, I want to do it. I want to do past lives. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That's funny. So I've been doing a lot more sort of past life readings. Um, but you know, this week I've had more of the, um, young ladies. I was saying to you last time I've had some young ladies come through and they're all friends with one of my clients, one of my, um, clients I've been seeing lately and I've seen her about three, three times, I think now. So a lot of her friends and their family and all of that are now coming through and they're all sort of same sort of age group. And it's just been really cool, like reading for those young ladies who are like up and coming and they're getting ready. They're, you know, getting into life purpose stuff and what's my career and what should I be doing? And, you know, I just love doing that because it's sort of, you know, it's at the beginning of everything. And this is probably good for what we're talking about today as well. Because a lot of the time I'm meeting, reading for people in their 50s, 60s, 70s who are losing family members who want to do mediumship. But it's really cool to read for the young ladies um, and gentlemen as well who are looking to start out their lives, you know, and just making sure that they should be studying nursing or studying, you know, whatever they're doing. And I'm, I'm really enjoying that process. Um, but what's been funny, spirit's so funny. <laughs> they... They always take me to like people's houses and it's, it's really, you know, quite invasive. It can be quite invasive. And I'm so embarrassed sometimes because I'm like, oh, like I'm seeing, you know, this in the kitchen or, you know, this in your bedroom. And they're like, oh God, yes, that is in my bedroom. And I feel like a bit of a, a bit of a, you know, Tom, what is it? Peeping Tom or something sometimes like looking through your window and the, uh, like, why it's called that? a creep. Yeah. And people are like, why did that come up? And I'm like, uh, I guess it's just so that I can um, know that that's what's going on with you. Thank you. My husband just dropped my chai latte in on my desk. So oh, I guess yum. it's just so I, I can tell, you know, because it's so interesting. Like I'm sitting there saying to this lady, oh, you know, I've got this, um, what was a crystal? Um, oh, no, this is a really good one. Look at this symbol. I don't know if I've got it on my phone. Look at this symbol, Lauren. This symbol and I had to ask one of my clients about it because I didn't know what it was called. But I kept seeing these overlapping triangles. I think you'll know what I'm talking about. The overlapping triangles. And she actually sent me the name of what it is. And I was like, it, it comes up in a few of my cards. And for this particular lady, it was in the background of two of the cards. And Spirit always shows me, you know, focus on that, focus on that. And I was like, all right. Mm. So I was telling her about these overlapping triangles. Oh, there it is, Sri Yantra. So it's called Sri Yantra and this particular lady uses, oh, this is it. This particular lady uses a Sri Yantra. It's one of the, um, it's like Sanskrit. There's a Sanskrit. Oh, sacred geometry. Beautiful. 
yeah. So it's um it's one of the symbols you'd see in yoga studios and stuff like that. And um yeah, she uses it to meditate and connect to Gabriel, who's a messenger. So I was seeing that symbol yesterday on a lot of the cards, and I was saying to the lady, you know, this is something to do with you, um, Triantra. And um, she goes, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm like, what? And she goes, last night, my son and I, he was like, he was seeing some sort of symbol. And he's like, mom, we need to draw this thing, this picture. And she drew exactly that with her son and sent me a photo of it. And that was the night before the reading. And it came up in two different cards. And she's getting wow. into spiritual stuff. And I was like, well, wow, wow. Um, she's, she was mind blown. She was like, I can't, she said, I drew that, that exact image last night. And I didn't know what it was. And I'm like, that's what it is. It's Sri Antra. So it's a way to get you to connect deeper. It takes you to kind of another dimension, like the next level. You know, if you're doing meditation, it takes you up further. And yeah, she was, she was mind blown. So, you know, this is the sort of stuff that, you know, you can do when you're doing readings for people, but I've got no clue. Like I'm sitting there, eyes closed. I've got no idea what, you know, you're doing. But constantly now I'm picking up whatever's around them I'm like talking about. So I'll be like, oh, I'm seeing this thing. I'm seeing that thing. I'm seeing this thing. I'm seeing that thing. And like one lady, I literally described her entire room. She was sitting in her uh, like office where she works from and she had these crystal sprays everywhere. She had particular crystals everywhere. She had like little organite pyramids. She had like all these things. And I'm saying all of these things, listing them off one by one. And she's like, what? And she turned the camera around and everything that I'd said was there behind her. And I'm like... I don't know, like there's no particular reason for that. I think it's just confirmation that, you know, we're around you, we're seeing everything, I guess. That people often think, oh, is there something wrong? Like do I need to, you know, rearrange it? And I'm like, I don't think so. I think it's just spirit's way of going, you know, we're in the room, basically. Validation, yeah. Yeah, validation, yeah. So um, she Rancher, yeah, she was just like, um, but yeah, want more names and stuff like that. And I don't get names all the time, but a lot of names have been coming through. And one lady in particular, it was like three different names because her, luckily people have names um, that are flowers, which is handy for me um, because like the rose get coming through and I'm going, oh. there's a rose here. She's showing me like a rose, like she's holding a rose or something. She goes, her name is Rose. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I had lilies for another lady and her name was Lily. She was holding out <laughs> lilies and I'm going, lilies, there's the lilies. And she's like, her name's Lily. And I was like, oh my God. So it's like, thankfully, a lot of people back in the day were named, um, you know, biblical names. Uh, flowers. Um, that's so funny. Yeah. Or flowers. Yeah. You so know what's going to happen to you? I just thought of it now. It'll happen to you. You're going to see George in a reading and you'll be like, okay, so I'm seeing a black dog. I'm seeing Lauren's black dog. George, I'm seeing it. Oh yeah. His name was George. What? Uh-huh. Aha. Please let me know as soon as this Absolutely. happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, excited. it's word by association, but also like, yeah, often nursery rhymes and things for me to get names because I'm a bit logical in my head. Um, so that was really cool. All these names coming through. I was like, yes, tick it off, tick it off, tick it off because I don't get a hell of a lot of names. Um, but yeah, when it's like the um, nursery rhymes and stuff, um, it's pretty good. But flower names, I'm good at, you know, hold up a violet. It's violet. Here we are. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. All right, Lauren, back to so you. Cool. Back to you. Crossing over to Lauren now. Yeah. Back to Lauren in the helicopter. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Back to um, so George's. George is free today. So he um, has finished all his vaccinations. So that Hooray! means he can actually get out and explore life. And you might Freedom. hear him grumbling in the background because the, uh, the kitchen guys are here and there. I haven't let him out to meet them. So he's kind of confused about what's happening. Uh, yeah. So he's going to be having his first puppy date today, which I'm really interested in seeing how this is going to go. 
And then we start puppy school on Monday, which is really exciting. What's one thing that I wanted to share with you? What's a puppy date? Puppy date is like the trainer that has come here a few times has a dog. So we're going to go meet in the park and the dogs are going to meet. Okay. And then, um, apparently, I don't know if she's coming, but they, his friends have a baby dash hound girl puppy. She's supposed to come as well. So. Uh, which is very funny. So it's like dogs forcing me to go and socialize with people instead of just staying behind my computer. So that's probably good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'll be looking forward to that because one of the times we were in the vet the other day, um, George was growling at this dog that was there. And the dog that he was growling at was like a big dog, very strong and the happiest dog in the world, just wagging its tail going, Hey everyone. Like, you know, if it had a voice, it would have been going, Hey guys, Hey guys, you know, doing that. And then George was growling at it. And I thought, Oh my gosh. So, uh, yeah, the vet basically said you need to get out there and get your dog to meet other dogs. Yeah. So it's all happening today. I'll, I'll try to shoot a little video actually to see what it's like. Cause I'm sure oh, my family at home that. and my partner will want to see what happens. I'll yeah. send it to you. Yeah. So, um, the other thing I wanted to mention, which I thought was really cool. And I didn't know whether or not you had an opinion on this, but, um, I, I've been, I had a dream the other day. Right. And I don't know about you, but I don't always remember my dreams. Sometimes I'll wake up and I'll remember the most current one. And you know, if I don't write it down, then it's gone, of course. But I had this reoccurring thing in my dream the other night. And it was Archangel Haniel, Archangel Haniel. And like multiple times in my dream, I just kept thinking Archangel Haniel. Now I I have heard of the name Archangel Haniel, but I'd never done any work or research into her at all. And so I remember waking up a little bit and going, oh, I need to remember that. And, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes if I go, I need to remember that, I don't often do remember that. But I woke up clear as day and remembered Archangel Haniel and I wrote it down. And when I Googled it, it basically said that it's the joy of God or the grace of God. And she is an angelic being of beauty, grace, and spiritual power. And I just thought that was the coolest thing, especially because I've changed my name to Lauren Grace. And I just thought the grace of God and the being of beauty and grace and spiritual power. And I just thought that was so cool. Obviously she's trying to connect with me. And so, uh, I'm on board. So I just thought that was really neat, you I know? And, uh, yeah. Do you know much about her at all? No, I don't know anything about her. I don't even think I've heard of her before. Yeah. So isn't that funny? I just woke up. I was like Archangel Haniel. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I've heard of her just once randomly when I was listening to Radley Valentine talk about mm. angels. Like it's not an angel that I really, it was not. No. Super Most common, of us work with the main you know, so. sort of seven or whatever it is as a main seven, I think. Yeah. 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 So I thought that was really, really neat. That's anyway, really cool. so I think we should get into the show. Well, we? I just wanted to, I just wanted to mention um, with the angelic thing. Did you see that? That was from the wedding that yeah. I went to. I put up a photo of that. Oh no, I didn't. That's beautiful. Can you see on Penny's couple dress? Beautiful ladies, Michelle included. Yeah. And there's, yeah. Those are those like white light straight. They yeah. look like streaks of white light. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Or is that an angel? Yeah. Well, well, that's what a lot of people said. I put it on my page and a lot of people said it felt like an angel. Um, and yeah, the bride, so um, who is a radio personality, so I won't mention her name, but the bride, um, and these are all radio people in the photo that I'm showing Lauren, um, the bride had paid tribute to her uh, grandparents and there's um, 
I think she still has a grandmother, um, but you can see there's like four lines. There's actually four separate um, lines going across the screen. Yeah, that's so so um, I think that her husband um, had lost a grandparent or two as well. And they paid tribute to their grandparents. And that um, happened. That photo was taken just before her mother walked down the aisle with her daughter. So um, the bride had had a little baby recently, three months old. Part of me. And oh, um, wow. yeah, she paid tribute to the grandparents. And then those streaks of light came across the photo. So it was really interesting. But a few people said it felt angelic. Um, so I thought I'd just show you that because it was sort of, you know, around the line of the angels. And I just uh, really loved that. But her, on the doggy side of things, her dog, um, she's got a German Shepherd. And that's the reason that she met her husband because um, I met in a dog park. And they both had German oh, Shepherds. That's so cool. So her German Shepherd, because um, he was with another lady at the time. So she kept their German Shepherd. So her husband um, sort of lives vicariously, I guess, through, you know, her dog. And so her German Shepherd was there with her trainers. Um, so her dog is a male, but the, um, you know, trainers showed up. So she actually has these amazing trainers and they were so incredible. Like this dog is so well trained. And the male in the, um, there was a male and a female trainer and they had Arlo there and he was sort of standing there. He's very like calm and he was standing at heel and all of this. And then they'd send him in for the photos and they would sit him. And then the trainer would like walk backwards, you know, stay, stay, stay with his hand out like this, walking backwards, walking backwards. So as long as his hand was up, Arlo was just watching him. And then if the hand went down, he went, like he took off. Like it was just so well-trained. And uh, a couple of times he dropped his hand and probably shouldn't have because the dog just took off and, uh, and we missed him in the photos. But um, yeah, it was just amazing, like having those trainers there. Oh, they that's even, so cool. Um, yeah, they took Arlo with them. And then um, he stayed at their place because obviously, you know, the bride and groom stayed at the venue. So they, they looked after him for the night, like the whole thing. Like, it's just amazing what, you know, these animal trainers, you know, will do. And they just yeah, love yeah, animals so animal much. Lovers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was such a cool thing. Yeah. As soon as we saw the dog, all of us were like, oh, you know, like emotional. Oh, the dog's here. Oh my God. Because we didn't know the dog was going to be there. So yeah, it was oh, so really funny. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually reading a really fascinating book at the moment, and it's called The Seven Types of Spirit Guides, How to Connect and Communicate with Your Cosmic Helpers. And it's by a woman by the name of Yamila Yamunya. And uh, I've um, put a link to that in the show notes. And it's absolutely fascinating. She talks about the different types of guides, and she talks about how to identify which guides are most likely working with you. And some of the things that you want to keep in mind, like some of the challenges of working with these types wow. of guides, for example. That's amazing. And, um, I love that. You know, one of the, yeah, it's so good. One of the types of guides are, you know, animals, for example. And then she also talks about ascended masters and deities and um, ancestors and uh, star people and wow. the elementals. And yeah, it's really a fast, absolutely fascinating book. So um, yeah, it's just, Wonderful. Love that. Um, and the other I'm thing too is that, um, yeah, oh, Michelle, you will love it. It is so fantastic. And also my kitchen is being built right now and I'm so excited. And I sent I Michelle saw your photos. photos and I love it. It's exactly what I had hoped it would be. And uh, it's so cool when you order something like that and it comes it comes to you and, and you're like, this is exactly what I hoped for. So it's just awesome. Okay, wow. let's get into the show because we have lots to discuss within that. So did you want to kick things off or do you want me uh, to? Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so did you, you have a off. point you wanted to make first or? No, 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 I don't. You go ahead. Okay. 
Um, so I guess yep. with new ideas, new projects, I'm probably going to take the woo-woo approach. We want the energy to really flow down the left side of the body. So when someone comes into me and they're saying, I want to create, I want to, you know, have new ideas, I, I'm stuck, I'm stagnant, I'm lost, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm like, what we want to do is get the energy flowing down the left side of the body. So the left side of the body is the feminine or spiritual side. So when I'm connecting to spirit, I'm looking for, is my left ear ringing or my right ear ringing? Left is feminine, right is masculine. So that's how I remember. It's the same with the brain. You know, the left side of the brain connects to the right side of the body. The right side of the brain connects to the left side of the body. So what we're trying to do is use the left side of the body more. So I have become, and it's very strange, but as I've started to do this work full time, and I've been doing spiritual work now for a year and a half full time, what I've noticed is I'm actually able to write with my left hand and do everything with my left hand. So with my right hand, I basically do nothing now. Um, I'm not really using my right hand. So when I'm at the gym, I use my left hand to sort of log in and program everything. Um, I use my left hand on my laptop, on my computer when I'm um, editing and stuff like that. So I'm using my left hand more. So what I would suggest probably to the listener at home is to try using your left hand to write. Um, try using your left hand to eat if you don't already. Just use your left hand more. Have a think about it. Be conscious about it. Using your left hand, you know, to put your clothes on, just do a lot more things so that we're using the right side of the brain uh, more so. So creative writing is also really good for that. And you could definitely do that with your left hand, but creative writing, and that will actually probably help you with creative writing. When I'm doing automatic writing, I try to use my left hand as well. So if I'm uh, automatic writing, if you're not familiar with that, um, conversations with God, um, James Van Prague, uh, that's all about, you know, channeling spirit and bringing messages through. So answering questions, if you've got questions, trying to get answers to them, but uh, automatic writing is great with the left, uh, left hand because that's using the right side of the brain. So that means we're not thinking about it so much. So creative writing, automatic writing, do some drawing. I love to do sketching. I've got crayons, pastels, textures, you know, all that sort of stuff. I like to do a little bit of drawing because that's creative, you know, see if you can form an image in your head that you want to draw or just, you know, do freestyle. Drawing's awesome. And listening to music is really great for creative energy, but also playing music. So I've got a flute and a clarinet. And so I love to play, uh, follow my sheet music, but I also do a little bit of um, improv with my music. So sometimes I'll just sort of play freestyle, you know, and I won't have music in front of me. And that is again, a little bit more creative. So I find that all of those things are really great at using the right side of the brain. The other way to balance the brain, if you want to, you know, balance your creative energy, because, you know, the thinking is important as well, but doing the alternate nostril breathing is something that I swear by. So uh, breathing in through the, you know, right nostril, for example, you do it in yoga a lot, hold the breath, uh, breathe out through the left nostril, breathe in through the left nostril, hold, and then breathe out through the right nostril. So alternate nostril breathing will balance the left and right hemispheres and bring you back into alignment. So when we're in alignment, that's when those creative ideas and, you know, new projects and things like that will come in because we're using both sides of the brain now. So it's balanced. So uh, masculine, feminine, yin, yang, everything. Um, so that's a really good way to um, also get that creative energy flowing. Lauren, did you have anything to uh, add to that or comment? Oh, well, I guess I will just say that, you know, as you open up creatively to new ideas, new perspectives, you are are greeted with new opportunities. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today is basically that, you know, I had, um, I think I talked to you about it ages ago on the show that I, I went into a clubhouse and I was basically asking about ways to monetize one of my podcasts. And then they basically said I had too many podcasts and to make some decisions and some cuts. So what I decided to do was to stop doing the raw, raw podcast, which is my own podcast where I interviewed people and things like that, focus really on 
this spiritual afterlight podcast and then this one. And then what I started to do as well was really start to evaluate what I was doing in business and what was working and what wasn't working and what I really wanted to do. And I realized that as much as I love business and one of the reasons why, you know, I love this podcast is because I can still talk about business and strategies and things like that, which I'm really keen on. However, I really love spirituality. It really does get me going. I love reading that content, being immersed in that content. So uh, what I decided to do is to start a school with my uh, cohort with a business partner and we've called it the afterlight Institute. And so we basically are launching a school. Uh, our website is already live. You can head to the afterlightinstitute.com for details. And what we're doing is we're working with course creators or sorry, not course creators. We're working with spiritual people primarily who maybe don't have the technology or the marketing skill set or uh, time to work work that all out and who really want to create a powerful course. And we're going to basically give them a mentorship and help them to get their course done. We're going to produce the entire thing for them. All they need to do is basically record it, send it to us. We package it all. We do the marketing plan, all this sort of stuff. So it's just the absolute coolest thing ever. And, um, you know, the whole point of this school was to create a place where spiritual seekers and teachers can basically come and they can share their messages of light and love and creativity and inspiration. And I think that so often we get sort of caught up sometimes doing these things or, or getting in the habit of kind of, well, I've always done it that way, so I need to keep doing it. One thing I realized with Raw Raw Consulting is that I was kind of looking at the parts of my business that I really loved to do versus the parts of the business that I didn't like as much. And I love mentoring. I love helping people go from A to Z. I like, I love helping people work through challenges and look at new ideas and, and ways to, um, you know, to come at a problem and solve the problems for them and or help them solve their problems for themselves. And uh, I, I'm still going to be doing that, but I can also do a lot of that work within my new endeavor as well. And I think that so often, you know, we forget that at any point, if we just sit and we prepare ourselves for inspiration to enter and, you know, I know you talked about it in your book before when you were reading your edit, the editing notes, and there was one time where you read them and it was really just constructive, uh, like it wasn't helpful and you, you didn't take it the way that it was intended necessarily, you know, your ego was having a hard time with it. You put it aside and when you went back to it, it was a totally new perspective. So I think that, you know, when we can see the, the beauty in a pivot, when we can understand that, you know, there's always a silver lining, that's when inspiration and creativity and joy and opportunity enters. And I know without a doubt that the Afterlight Institute is what I was like meant to do. It's as though the culmination of everything that I have been doing for my entire life has come together to help me create this business. You know, everything from going to radio school and being involved in radio in my early twenties and doing the spiritual podcast, you know, it's all just been leading me to where I am now, including the business acumen, the business skills that I have and the marketing skills and the content creation and all that. It's just, it's absolutely amazing. And I kind of feel like that for you too, in a way with your business, you know, Michelle, that everything that we needed to go through has taken us to where we were meant to land. And I know you landed quite quickly where you were meant to go. I feel after you were made redundant for me, I did kind of, but it's taken me a little bit of 
of a bit to navigate where I am, but I am where I'm found now, you know, more so than I have been found in a long time. And um, there's a song like that. Yeah. It's so awesome. I was lost, but now I'm found. <laughs> what is that? Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. Oh, sh- amazing. Gr- yeah. Stop it. Yeah. I was lost, but now I'm found. That's my favorite, favorite song of all time. Wow. Isn't that weird? That's what wow. just popped into my there head when you were talking. And then Amazing Grace. Yeah. That was, thank you for that. Amazing. Thank you for hey, the channel for that yeah yes so um yeah so it's so awesome i mean i guess i just wanted to say that you know when we are ready then that's when our true mission comes and i'm really looking forward to sharing this journey with you Mm -hmm. and um, with our listener at home and uh i'm i'm ready for this next stage of of my life and it's it's so cool Mm -hmm. and uh if I hadn't gone through everything I've gone through up to now, I wouldn't be where I am. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Amen to that. Yeah. There's no regrets. There's just different ways of going about it, you know, different paths. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very interesting because a lot of people sort of say to me, Michelle, what's the right answer? What do I have to do? And I'm like, you know, it's difficult to predict that you know free will and all those things we can't predict and you know everyone has choices that's the thing so it's like you just have to make the best choice in the moment you know there's no sort of i just don't believe in right or wrong as and especially doing this full time now reading for people um i really don't believe in right right or wrong you know there's just different paths in terms of creative energy new ideas new projects just continuing that sort of thought I believe very strongly in yoga and sort of gentle stretching, getting the energy moving around the body. So as I was saying earlier, you know, getting the energy moving, especially down the left side of the body, which is our spiritual, creative, sort of feminine side, uh, right brain connection. Doing yoga and gentle stretching is awesome because it like uses both sides of the body equally. So with yoga, especially uh, Pilates, any of those sorts of things, we're balancing out. You know, we use the left side, we do the right side, we do the left side, we do the right side. You know, we always make sure we're doing both. You never do all one. Imagine you were doing a whole yoga class and it was just all one side of the body. Um, I did actually do, I don't know, have you heard of animal flow, Lauren? Have no. you heard of animal flow? No. Oh, I gave that a go. And, uh, and look, you know, it's, it's, you know, good. It's uh, challenging. It uses the core a mm. lot. I'll uh, bring it up so you can have a look. But it basically is like a yoga, I guess, but it uses a lot of sort of balancing poses. So you're on your hands a lot. And where we did it, normally they do it sort of outdoors, but we were doing it indoors on a hard floor, like a um, literally a, a polished wooden floor. So it was very, very hard on your hands and quite painful. So that's a guy doing animal flow there. So it looks like so it's that's what, sort of typical... static poses, basically. Yeah, they're all... Yeah, they're all static, but we, we, it's a flow. So we go from that into everything else. Right. So basically you're on your hand and on your feet right. the whole time right. and you're transitioning. So you never sit on the floor, basically. You're always off the ground and you're transitioning. So we did like a whole series of that, this flow. We did a whole series of that. And um, that's sort of, an, that's a moving version of, well, I don't know if it's moving anymore, but that's sort of the transition you go through. Okay. All the different poses. Yeah. So it uses a strength but i think because we're on the hard floor it was very very hard on your hands and so it was it was quite and your wrists and all of that but what what the deal was was it was just like you know we we're doing it for an hour hour and a half or something and because i guess it was a limited amount of time 
doesn't feel like a limited amount of time, but they were teaching us the different poses. We'd never done it before. So basically what they did was they only did it on one side of the body. So I woke up in the morning and I was in agony all down my left side because we'd been using our left side the entire time. They hadn't balanced it out. They weren't doing both sides because they only had enough time to show us kind of one, you know, side of the body, if that makes sense. That's ridiculous. Because it is quite a lot. Yeah. So the whole night we're balancing on the one side. And so I woke up and I literally, and I'm still suffering from it. I've been getting headaches all down, like my left uh, side of my neck, all down my left side of my body, my shoulder, everything. Was, I was in agony all down that side of my body. And, um, and you know, it's not, not a great idea to do that. And mm. it really made me think about yoga and how good I feel when I do yoga because we are using both sides. You know, it's really important to balance out. And that's what I really want to say to everyone at home listening, the New Ideas, New Projects episode today is about, you know, kind of using the left side more, you know, so that you're using the right brain. But also, as I said, with the alternate nostril breathing and all of that sort of stuff, you know, we're trying to balance. We're trying to use both sides. So we don't want to be extreme is what I'm trying to say there because animal flow for me, although it's a great practice, you know, and I'm sure, you know, awesome in a park, you're on grass and stuff like that. Awesome. But for me, it was just, it was all one side of the body and that's not right for me. And it just got me really out of whack. I feel like my whole body is out of whack. And I went back to my acupuncturist and she's like, what the hell have you done? Like, what actually have you done? She couldn't believe my, my, my back and my shoulders and everything was just pulled out of alignment. And so she's been working now to put that back in. And now we're in lockdown. I can't even go and see her, Lauren. So <laughs> that kind of sucks. Um, I just have a but, question for you. you know, say that was a example of feel like I'm confused whether or not I missed something. So you went to this class. They just had you mm. do all the poses on one side. Sorry, is this how you do animal yoga? You only do one side or this particular teacher didn't have enough no, time? No, no. It's, it's animal, it's animal flow. So it's not yoga, animal flow, um, okay. but it's called animal flow. Yeah. And, um, because like it was, it was a, it was a group thing. So she was doing it. They were doing it with a lady doing sound healing as well. So it was like an evening of like all of this stuff and I had a time limit. Yeah. So I'm guessing that normally with animal flow, because I do have a friend who went and did it in a park, um, recently, and she had the same feeling as I did that she was in a lot of pain. When she woke up in the morning, she was in a lot of pain as well in her body. And she, so I said to her, did they kind of do both sides? And she said, no, they sort of just focused on the one side. And because, you know, if you're new, like if you're experienced, probably the experienced guys do both sides or they probably balance it out. Yeah. But because they had to teach us all the poses, it's really complicated. It's not like, you know, with yoga, you go to a yoga class and you kind of learn as you go. Yeah. With this, it was like you need to learn crab pose. You need to learn there's all different names for all the different poses. You need to learn these, 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 these. And we only have time to do it on one side because it was so much That's to learn. ridiculous. So, and my friend said the same thing. She woke up and she had pain all down one side of her body as well mm. um, because they focused on the one side. So, yeah, look, it wasn't, it probably wasn't for me. Um, but, you know, if you're experienced, you know, all the poses, you know, probably it's a good thing. You know, you can get into the flow and, and actually do yeah, it. Yeah, but you know what? Um, you don't have to yeah, teach everyone everything you know right away. Like, I think I was talking to someone about this the other day, you know, very often in a mentoring session, someone who might come to me and go, I want to work on X, Y, Z. Well, if I tell you every single thing that I know about X, Y, Z, you are not going to remember anything. You're going to be yeah. so overwhelmed. So, you know, you're teaching somebody new, yeah. especially a bunch of beginners about something. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. if you have 10 poses to show them, wouldn't you show them five on, I and used on either side and then they want, they love it. They have a great mm -hmm. experience and they want to come back for part two where they learn the other five. That to me is just, it probably would have made more sense. Yeah. 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 
it was pretty technical. It was pretty technical. Sounds and there were some people there that were like overweight. Um, there were some people who were like a lot older than us, you know, in their 60s. Oh. There was people in their 60s and I think Sounds even maybe, well, I don't know about 70s, but definitely 60s. And they couldn't do it. You know, they were sort of sitting there. They couldn't do the poses. Um, so, you know, it was, it was a bit complicated. So, Not yeah, well I think you do have to look to your audience. Yeah. And so um, moving off animal yoga is making us both very angry. Um, I did want to say as well, look, some people find that, you know, creating a bit of space is, is what we're ideally doing here. New ideas, new projects. We need to have some space here. So one of the things I do recommend is throwing out rubbish, throwing out stuff, yeah. get rid of stuff, yeah. you know, because you've got a lot of clutter um, and I'm always, you know, working through my office here. I'm always pulling things out, you know, rearranging, you know, it's, it's make sure that you don't have a lot of clutter and stuff. Uh, around you so you want to create some space that's what yoga is very good at and gentle stretching you know if you can't do yoga so look we also find that in the bathtub for me I do find really great ideas and things drop in I have been reading books in the bath lately so I haven't had a lot of you know even the space to do that but uh, a lot of people find the shower is really great I have a lot of clients yeah. who go, oh my gosh I jump in the shower and it's like a portal all these ideas come yeah. in I don't know what's going on you know in the shower usually reading a book either so a lot of people say the shower works for them uh the bath is one of the places for me and you know what we want to do though is follow through so we need to have the action so with the you know we're talking about the um solar plexus at this point the action part of the body and that is also known as your personal sun it is your place of power um empowerment so we want to support the solar plexus so we also want to have you know citrines um any of the sort of gold crystals um, really good for the solar plexus and even wearing that color, you know, getting in the shower, I do my cleansing in the shower, but having gold, you know, pretending the water's gold, having gold water come out of the you know, tap raining over your body, wearing gold, wearing gold <laughs> jewelry, thinking, you know, all that sort of stuff, uh, anything representing the solar plexus. Go ahead. I was just thinking about something inappropriate, but I won't say anything. I actually. Oops. Oh, okay. Righto. Righto. Um, Sorry. so anyway, representing that color. And it's funny cause I had a lady yesterday, Lauren, just speaking about color. She was wearing a blue shirt and all the cards were women with these blue dresses on and blue outfits and blue crystals and blue everything. And she's there with this blue shirt. And I kept looking at the, uh, the cards and I'm going, this is you, this is you, this is you. And I'm going, oh, you're wearing the blue, the dark blue. And then all the women on these cards were in dark blue. And I'm like, wow, it's amazing. And she had this beautiful lapis lazuli there. And that's a dark blue as well. And I was like, wow, the number of people who show up to my readings. And she said, I haven't worn this shirt in seven years. Like I haven't worn this shirt in years, but I felt to wear it today. Wow. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, it happens a lot where people walk in. I had a lady walk in in this beautiful, bright, you know, yellow. And the lady was head to toe in red and everything was root chakra. All the cards were root chakra and everything. And I said, you just know. Yeah. You just know. And she said, I, I haven't worn this thing for like 20 years. And I, I felt like I had to wear it today. So it's trusting the intuition. And I love it when people do trust the intuition yeah. and they show up at my house because I'm like, boom, you're onto it. There's yeah. nothing else to do, mate. Follow that intuition. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I look at the what I'm buying at the grocery store and I'll notice, oh, I bought a lot of green. So heart chakra. Um, sometimes if you uh -huh. just do things like that as well, you can just pay attention to the decisions that you make. But I remember I, I learned a lot when I was younger, in my 20s, about the power of color. And just realizing if I wore red out to the, to the club at night, you know, I was tend to be a little bit more intense. Whereas if I wore black or like blue yeah. or something like that, it really would calm me down, make me more chilled out. Um, so it's really interesting when you pay attention to, you know, 
your own behavior and the way that you react within color and you know just you know like you were talking about sure intending is. that color coming out of the shower that golden beautiful light or that white light or that purple or whatever you want is just such a powerful what way of means, resetting yeah. yourself one of the things as well when yeah. we're creating a new project and this is something that my business partner and i have spent a lot of time on um i am not an expert at all so don't ask me any questions and i know you're going to actually discuss a similar thing but when we were looking at our launch times for the business when we we're looking at you know when we want to kind of um, put out new ideas and announce things and stuff like that we started paying attention to the moon cycles um, the moon cycles is not something that I've ever really spent much time on. And one of the things we also got was a reading from a, um, an astrologer and she did our charts for us. And she kind of looked at the combination of the two of us to figure out when was the best time for us as a team to do things. And that was really really cool and really eye-opening because i think that there really are these unseen and seen forces that are at our disposal and if we just take the time to get to know them a little bit better we can just set ourselves up for that much more success uh, i also recently got this book at big w and it's called moon magic and it's the lunar cycles lore and mystical energies and it's a book by a woman named oh yeah it's really pretty by aurora king wow and then all within it i don't know if you can see but she's got different ways of like honoring the moon she's got the importance oh, of color um all this kind of stuff and this book cost me 16 dollars at big w so you could just get it online as well big w. yeah i'll put a link to it in the show wow but big put w it in the show notes a lot Thank of really you. i want to get that as well yeah so this is really yeah, a that's beautiful book and um it just kind of made me realize a little bit more about how when i'm planning things you know my my natural tendency sometimes is to rush into things and just want to do it now and you know which is good it's a nice skill to have or a nice sort of quality to have in a lot of ways but sometimes you also need to do the work and then give birth to the idea before just launching into it so it's really cool to kind of understand that a little bit more and, and to know that i might want to do this now but it's okay if i do it next month if it's going to be a better outcome for me so i just wanted to recommend to our listener at home that you know once you've got your great idea once you're ready to pivot that you know maybe you take a little bit of time out and you choose the timing and um you pay attention to that because you know, if you can have a better outcome in one month from now than you can from today, it would be worth waiting in my opinion. So I think you're probably gonna talk on, on a similar subject now. Yeah, yeah, I am. I was actually just working ahead in the show notes here, Lauren, because um, I thought, what a great idea. It just struck me about the colors. And I don't know that we've done like an episode on, you know, the colors, um, you know, what they represent and what we're doing, you know, with that intuition, you know, just thinking about those people who sort of walk out the front door, as I said, with that particular color on and they've dragged things out of the cupboard they haven't worn in 20 years. And I just thought it might be cool to do something around the colors and the intuition and stuff like that. So as I was ahead in the show notes, I'm putting that together. I think we'll tie in intuition into that one as well. So getting into sort of new moon, full moon energy, and that's sort of, uh, I guess, carrying on from what Lauren was saying is, you know, our energy is very different. And women especially, I find are governed by those lunar cycles because we have, you know, we call it the moon cycle in, in some yoga centers. They'll call your menstruation, you know, period, um, the moon cycle. They'll actually call it that. 
So it, it really is governed by the moon because back in the day, if you were living out under the stars, you didn't have a roof over your head, women would ovulate at full moon when the uh, light is the brightest and that's when we have the most energy. So it's often for women especially hard to sleep when there's a full moon because it's very, very bright um, and the light keeps us awake. It gives us more energy. So um, that's when we used to ovulate. So, you know, that's uh, a release, uh, well, not a release, but it is sort of a release, I guess, of the, um, you know, the egg. Um, it's the f fertility uh, part of the month. And that's when we're supposed to be letting go. You know, that represents letting go. The new moon is when we bring the energy in, when we're trying to bring in the new things, you know, creation, all that sort of stuff. So if you're trying to get new ideas, new projects happening, and you want to feel into that, go out and celebrate the new moon, go for a walk, sit under the new moon, look at the new moon, um, really spend time in that energy. And it's when it's a little bit darker as well, uh, but that's when you want to bring in the new. So, um, you know, cultivating writing under the new moon, I mentioned writing with the left hand as well. So it might be good to do that. Use the right side of the brain and um, really, you know, sit under that and uh, maybe draw cards, you know, get some guidance and stuff like that as well. But also, you know, I use a lot of numerology. So Laura mentioned numbers before, but you know, I really look at the numbers. Um, we've got Lionsgate and uh, that will be done and dusted because we record three weeks ahead. That'll be done and dusted when this says, but in two days time, we've got Lionsgate. Now Lionsgate is a portal. It opens like a gateway and it's an amazing time to create. Amazing. So I celebrate Lionsgate every year. I've got a girlfriend of mine who does, you know, sound healings and stuff like that. And she was involved in that animal uh, yoga thing I was talking about flow. So in two days time, we've got Lionsgate. So I know that Alistair might be able to hear this and, and, and you know, that would be passed, but, you know, for next year and the year after and all that, it is really important to get out there and do something for Lionsgate and that's the 8 for the 8. So, you know, writing down, um, you know, doing a lot of automatic writing, stuff like that would be really good. Um, getting in a bath, you know, just allowing the ideas and things to drop in. But it is a really good time to talk to your guides. So Laura mentioned the um, Seven Types of Spirit Guides book before. Um, you know, there's a, uh, Archangels, obviously, we can call in and work with. So, uh, Joe Fiel um, sounds like it may be a good one for manifestation. So call in the relevant, you know, angels, archangels, you know, do some work in that way. Um, but numerology, 8th of the 8th, a really great time. Um, we love the 8s anyway, but a really great, great time to create uh, new ideas, new projects. So look at those different times of the year, you know, get your chart done. I mean, getting a chart done with an astrologer will show you, you know, the different no, times of the year. No, I'll just put a link to, to the woman to who did my things. reading. Her name is Cassandra um, and, or and I'll put a link to her in the numerology show notes as well. as well. She's based um, in Australia. So getting the numbers um, sorted in your chart as well reading for um, you really help you to get in that She's mode, a psychic um, as well, but one of the things that she did in, uh, Lauren, in her chart, I felt that I was really just supported and I left the reading just feeling excited and able you know what i mean more than able capable to build my dreams so i it's always nice when you can go to somebody who is very conscientious of the role that they play and uh, yeah she's fabulous so I'll, I'll put that in the show notes so i think it's probably time now for the spirits up section of the show yeah. and this is yeah. brought to us by michelle's podcast or michelle's not her podcast but her business <laughs> Yeah, it sure. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so Michelle Apprice, a light worker, is what I'm known as online. And I am on Facebook. I do have a big presence on Facey. So I do you know, a weekly sort of Facebook Live on a Monday night, 7.15 p.m. Australian Eastern uh, Standard Time. During daylight saving, it's a little bit earlier in some states within Australia, depending on where you're listening. 
but uh, generally I go by Australian Eastern Standard Time, um, when we're not in daylight saving time. So uh, 7.15 on a Monday evening, we do Facebook Lives. We're also doing a joint Facebook Live uh, every so often. Usually they're on a Friday and I'm doing one tonight. The listener at home won't be around for that because this will be recording in three weeks. So um, keep an eye out for that because that's a really great way to get some guidance from uh, some more ladies, some more brilliant ladies. So we do do all of those things. We do static card draws and things as well. Individually, I do oracle card readings. I'm a mentor, so I help people develop and discover their gifts. I'm a Reiki master, so I teach Reiki. So I know you've got a section that you were going to um, and uh, I'm also a medium. So just before you get into that, I will say that um, um, my sort of um, on Facebook and other social media sites, if you want to get in touch, need some guidance. Section here today is just primarily primarily about following the joy and you know, focusing on that clear vision, when you really know where you want to go, when you've got that new idea and you're excited about it, you know, keep it in your mind, write it down, uh, you know, do a vision board, write a manifestation list, whatever you want to do just to keep that vision really clear. I wrote down a lot of my business goals and I put them on a whiteboard and I've got that whiteboard in front of me at my desk. And so I look at it every day and I know what it's on, what's on it. And I'm bringing those things to fruition. The other thing too, is that, you know, if we're doing things in our life and they don't provide us with joy. And when I say that, I mean, it doesn't mean that they're going to be just la 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 the whole time, but pretty much also, you know, uh, I mean, sometimes, yeah, you might, uh, yesterday I was working on a technology thing. It was making me absolutely crazy for my business, which brings me a lot of joy. So it's like a little bit of an annoying thing, but the overarching feeling every time I'm working on it, it's just joy and excitement where I just want to go eek out loud all the time because I'm so connected. So if you're doing something in your life and you feel like maybe you're a bit stuck, you want to bring in these new ideas, you want to create that, that avenue to maybe go down a new path or a new direction, you know, just don't be afraid of asking for support from those around you, but also from your spirit team. And one of the things that I like to do is, is I say, you know, something along the lines of, Hey, I'm ready to release this. Um, can you please help me do it in the, the best timing and divine timing that suits all or for the highest good of all concerned, or I'll say something like, you know, um, I I'm ready to let this go. Can you please help me do that with grace and humor and easily? I always put an intention around what I want, because very often if we say, I want to let this thing go, you know, it could be done in a way that's really difficult, but it could be done in a way that's really graceful with humor and maybe some funny things that happen. And then it's an easier transition. So uh, just be a little bit aware about the intentions that you are setting out there and remember that you are a powerful being. And so what you think about most of the time will come around. So you know, just be really clear on the direction that you want to go in. And then remember that you are worthy of living your best life. There's no reason why you have to sit and be small and, uh, you know, hide your gift from the world or not pursue the thing that you really wanted to do. I mean, if we're living in average, the average person, I think I've talked about this numerous times, but lives 27,370 or 50 days. And that's about 74 years. So uh, you know, it's, it's really being aware that every single day is precious and counts. And no matter where you are, you can always stop and start again. That's the main thing. So it's never too late. It's only too late if you never do it. So yes. What did you want to talk about? Yeah.
So I was just having a sip of my chai latte, Lauren. Um, <clears throat> I was just right adding a book in. I've mentioned it before, but Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert is amazing for creative ideas, new ideas, new projects. And she basically rules out all the reasons that we shouldn't do it. So I was talking about the action before. The action is obviously really important. You have your new idea or new project. You need to have the follow through. And that's supporting the solar plexus with the citrines and that sort of thing. So Big Magic Elizabeth Gilbert rules out all the reasons we shouldn't do something. And that helps us with the action. Because there's a lot of people who have great ideas and come and see yeah. me for a reading, but they can't follow through or they're having trouble following through. They don't know how to do it. They're scared. You know, there's a lot of fear. There's you know, the imposter syndrome, all the things Lauren and I have spoken about, because honestly, Lauren and I are just going through it. You know, we're, we're going through these things all the time. And that's what we talk about because it's like we're, we're experiencing that. So I, do, I did want to highlight Big Magic Elizabeth Gilbert because it's um, incredible and it really got my creative juices flowing. So I find, you know, if you can find that book, you know, Lauren's mentioned a couple of books as well. If you can find that book that just helps you get the energy flowing in the right direction, as well as playing music and other things, then, you know, you're really supporting that energy. It's like people who are trying to do third eye work, people are trying to, you know, see better using their clairvoyance, but they're not using crystals, not using anything. They're just sitting there with a, you know, table and, you know, chair or whatever. It's like, get the crystals, bring the crystals in you know, use them when you're dreaming, all of that sort of stuff. And then people are like, wow, like I had this dream and this thing happened and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, like support yourself. Like I'm sitting here doing, you know, readings as well. And I've got my clear cords, I've got my amethyst, you know, I've got all these things that are enhancers, you know, to really enhance that because, you know, like all of us need that. We all need those little boosters. So support yourself. So with the sacral chakra, I've talked about the solar plexus, with the sacral chakra, you want your citrines, your carnelians, you know, any of the orange crystals. Basically, you want the crystal to represent the color of that chakra and you're on track. So get any of the orange crystals, orange calcite, um, to represent that, to support that sacral chakra. And um, the other thing we want to do is keep it nice and warm. So keeping the womb space nice and warm is really good. Um, energetically speaking, your eucalyptus oil and tea tree oil are both orange in color as well. So if you want to support the um, sacral chakra, that's another good way to do it. The orange uh, oils do tend to be quite uh, strong though. So eucalyptus and or tea tree, you can put them in a diffuser. You can put them in the bath, but I tend to put them in with like, you know, the Epsom salts. So I've got a great big bucket, like a 10 kilo bucket of Epsom salts. I put them into a cup. I put the oils into the cup, allow the salts to soak them up and then put them into the bath. So they're really good for the um, sacral chakra because they're literally orange in, in color energetically speaking. So any of the oranges, whatever you can do to support that. The other thing, and the reason why we're talking about colors before is representing the color on the body. So if it's a sacral chakra, then you want to wear orange. If it's the solar plexus, you want to wear yellow. Um, and you know, let, let's say like, if you're putting yellow on for the day, you can't be unhappy wearing yellow. I mean, you are making other people happy. If you're walking along in canary yellow, everyone's smiling. You know, you cannot be angry in yellow. I was always told not to wear black doing readings. So I don't wear black when I'm doing readings. I'm wearing a black jacket today. But when I'm doing readings, I do not wear black because um, it is the color um, that really absorbs all the other colors, um, I think. And white rejects all the other colors. I think that's what it is. So I thought black, it was protected. Protective is obsidian, tourmaline. Yeah, you can have your crystals. But I went to, I had a reading with a lady and she said, never wear black when you're doing readings, never wear black. It just, and I notice it. I actually have gone to put, because I used to wear a lot of black and a lot of my, um, you know, Lorna Jane stuff's black. And so I've gone to pick up a black shirt or whatever when I'm been getting ready for my day and I'm like, no, nah, I can't wear it. I can't wear it. 
So I don't wear any black when I'm doing readings. So I wear a lot of white, a lot of, you know, bright colors. Um, And so I actually had to go out and kind of get like a different wardrobe. I wear a lot of pinks, you know, that sort of thing. Um, So really representing the chakra. You don't have a black chakra, Lauren. There's no black chakras in the body. They're all colors. Yes. They're all colors. I wear black all the time. I know. I was looking at your black shirt. I was looking at your black shirt while I was talking. Notice I'm wearing blue. for I wear full on. Like I'm talking leather boots, black jeans, mm-hmm. black top. Have a think about that, Lauren. Have a think about that because if you've got any colors in your uh-huh. wardrobe, pick a color, put a color on, see how you feel. Totally changes your perspective. If you want to do action, get some yellow. Put yellow on, you're happy. Yeah. You, know, you cannot be yeah. Happy, yeah. unhappy Yeah, in yellow. I just yeah. that pink, same story. It's true. So start to think about the colors yeah. you're wearing. And I was looking at you out of the corner of my eye, Lauren. I have my eye on you. Um, the other thing you can do, and this is what I've found is really helpful. Now, something I noticed was that um, when I played the sacral chakra bowl, so this is really good for what we're talking about. When I played the sacral chakra bowl, I actually had a lot of trouble with it. Um, so when I was doing Reiki teaching and my friend bought all seven bowls, I was playing sacral and I'm like, my God, it was like a um, Boeing 737 was taking off in my living room. I was like, the stuff, you know, the sound was going right through my head. And my brain was like rattling around in my head. I'm like, oh my God, what is going on here? And two other ladies in the group were saying, yeah, like, what is going on with that bowl? And I'm like, I don't know. And the girl who owns the bowl, she plays it all the time. She was having, it was having no impact on her at all. She's like, what are you guys talking about? I can barely hear it. And we're like, what? So I went and bought my own bowl and we've been in lockdown at the time. So I couldn't actually get it quickly enough. I couldn't get this bowl. So in the meantime, I was like desperate. I'm like getting the lineage clearing, which I sent you on Insight Timer. Amazing. You know, for past life trauma, ancestral stuff. I'm like doing that. I had this lady, you know, as I said on a previous podcast, offered to do this healing on me remotely uh, for trauma. So she did that healing on me. Finally got the bowl. We got out of lockdown, got the bowl, got it home. I'm playing it like with, with a, a new vigor. I was playing with vigor, Lauren, and I was getting nothing out of it. I'm like playing it and playing it and playing it and playing it and nothing's happening. And I'm going, oh my God, oh my God. And it had only been like two or three days since I started the process. And I felt like I was cured. I'm like, oh my God, I can't even hear the bowl. Like it just sounds completely normal. It wasn't like going through 737. And I'm thinking I've done the work. I've done the work. I couldn't believe it. So it's like, if you do all these things, Solfeggio, Miracle Tone, um, I'll put a link to Solfeggio in the uh, notes because I use this in all my readings, Solfeggio. Um, And they have Solfeggio for, you know, all the different body parts, all the different chakras. So there's Solfeggio for sacral. And I have this playing in the background all the time now. So it's like whichever chakra you're trying to improve or charge up, play solfeggio, get your crystal bowl for that chakra. They're all different tones. The flute is amazing. I play the flute. So the flute targets all the chakras because it's got all the tones relevant to the chakras in the body. So if you're doing all of that with your crystals and everything else, then you're working with Archangel Jophiel, um, who helps with manifestation, creative energy. You can't go wrong. You have to, this has to work. Um, sleep with the calcite, you know, have the carnelian calcite, whatever it is in your room with you, sleeping with that, um, bringing the new ideas, new projects. So what we're trying to do is bring the subconscious, which is your dreaming into reality. So whatever you're dreaming about, some people dream about snakes, you know, all different kinds of weird things. And we're trying to bring that into the reality, the conscious mind, so that you remember. So there are dreams before sometimes we forget them. We're trying to bring it into the conscious mind. That's why I say when you wake up, write down whatever it is, even if it's like two words, I dreamt my teeth were falling out, write it down. So as you do that, more dreams will, you'll remember more, more, you know, um, information will come through in the dreams. Um, and as I mentioned, Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert, really good book um, to tap into this. Um, so Lauren, are you happy? 
Yeah, I'm happy. That's good. Tons of information. Well done. Awesome. You uh, so coming up the next show. podcast, Lauren, this is so exciting and, and we did allude to it before, is past lives. So going to be talking a bit about, you know, past lives, you know, our past lives, whether you mm. have any memories of yours and, and I guess, you know, my memories and probably a little bit about the um, readings and things, but also like, you know, just generally how we can link up the past lives and how it relates to this life. And that's what I try to teach my clients, people who have readings with me is what's the relevance, you know, because it's like, it's, it's fun, you know, it's nice to mm. learn about past lives and that's all great. Uh, but what we also want to do is how does it apply to this life uh, and what can we learn from that? So that's what we're talking about next week, Lauren. Fabulous. Well, you have made me crave a chai latte. So I'm going to take George because he's free oh. today to his first cafe. It's only oh my gosh. five minutes away. We're going to get a latte and then we'll come back and start our day. Oh, so that's going to be so That's wonderful. awesome. <laughs> Well, that has been the Spirits Up Business Podcast. If you loved what you heard today, then please tell all your friends, family, George the dog, anyone else you can think of, pass the word around. And uh, and I am taking over socials now, so Lauren's going to um, give me a bit of a lowdown, a little bit of a rundown. So I'll make sure that we have a bit more of a presence. We haven't been um, doing much on socials for a little bit. So um, yeah, I'll be getting into that. So we'll have lots of things popping up. Um, we're going to have some awesome clips coming out there. So you can have a listen to some segments of different uh, episodes and get a bit of a taste for what we have going on. Uh, now, if you didn't um, so much enjoy what we we're putting out there today, Lauren, is there anything you would recommend for our listener at home? I think they should check out the Afterlight podcast. <laughs> oh my God. What are we doing? Palming them off? Palming them off? What's this? What's this? <laughs> oh my God, you're hilarious. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Great episode, Lauren. Yes. Great to see you. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) 